Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. 17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning drive. Welcome back, everybody, to the Winning Drive podcast. I am Rita Hubbard, a.k.a. the NFL Chick. And I'm Cordell Woodland, a Ravens beat reporter for 105.7 The Fan and host of Shaking It Up Sports on that same station. And thank you guys for joining in with us again, talking all things Ravens. As we'd like to talk about what's going on, as you know, the cuts have happened. The second round of cuts Mm -hmm. have happened. Um, And... Some guys maybe you've heard of. Some guys maybe you haven't. Most. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say uh, most. I think we. I think people yeah, know. Well, who there's a guy the that I was actually are. rooting for. Right. Um, that right. did not make. That is on this list. But there, the Ravens are down to 80. Um, the wide receiver uh, Jalen Moore, Bailey Gaither, and Slade Bolden. Those three are gone. Um, inside linebacker Diego Fago and offensive tackle Jared Jones Smith were all waived today. Um, Slade Bolden was actually a wave injured uh, player. And Gus Edwards, because they had to make six moves, Mm -hmm. Gus Edwards was reserved to the pup list. So, um, Cordell, I'm curious to know, was there anybody on that list that you were like, "Mm, I thought that that person would at least have been here for, maybe they were going to get cut, but eventually that they would have stayed a little bit longer. 
Yeah, I honestly, I think that uh, Slade Bolden getting injured really was bad for him. It, it ended up, I think, being the thing that ultimately got him waved off this off this team. Uh, I thought that Slade Bolden had an outside outside shot to make the team to begin with. He had a he's an undrafted free agent, so obviously it's going to be tough for these guys to make the team uh, the uh, the fifty three man roster to begin with. But I thought Slade Bolden, as well as he was out as long as he was out there, I thought he did pretty well. He, he did a good job catching passes. You never really saw the ball hit the ground with him. I thought that he uh, definitely gave them something in the special teams department, which we know goes a long way here on the Ravens. Um, but he was probably the only guy that that surprised me. I mean, Jalen Moore is a name, so you always get surprised when you see a position player, a skill player uh, guy cut that you recognize their name. But Jalen Moore, quite frankly, he just hasn't done enough. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't been making any – you haven't noticed him at all in the preseason games. And honestly, he had he didn't help himself in the practices either. Uh, has his moments where he's dropping the, the balls on timing routes. And, and the timing routes are the simple quick outs. Like if you're not going to catch those, it, you're not going to last long in the league in general, right. let alone this team uh, with the Baltimore Ravens. So – I was kind of surprised to see Slade Bolden. Now, last week we did a exercise where I kind of guessed the next five guys to be yes. cut. Um, obviously, I didn't shoot 100%. Uh, I got Diego Fago and Jared Jones-Smith right. Uh, but the receivers, all I, 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 didn't, I didn't have those. I had Riley Webb on there, and then this is looking like Riley Webb <laughs> is one of the stars of preseason. So that's, that's you know. Uh, Change fool. of heart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 that's, that's me. Fool, shame on me, I guess, for uh, doubting uh, Riley Webb. But all in all, none of these cuts ultimately surprised me. Uh, even the Slade Boulder one, like I said, I thought he had an outside shot to make the team. Uh, Jalen Moore, he's, you know, I'm not surprised to see him cut after really not seeing much from him to this point in the year. Now, Gus Edwards being put on the reserve pub list. It does mean that he will be out for at least the first four games of the season. That's not surprising to me either. Um, I didn't really expect to see much of Gus at all uh, this year. But Harb spoke on Tuesday talking about, you know, he expects Gus Edwards to play quite a bit of football this year. And that was that was kind of eye opening for me. Um, and then if I'm a Ravens fan, I take that as a win. That's that that gives me a little more optimism than I had, say, a week ago in terms of seeing Gus Edwards this year. Um, so if, even still, we're looking at if we do see Gus Edwards is not going to be until the middle p- portion of the season. Um, but I, I think if you're able to get Gus Edwards back and a Gus Edwards, that's not just back enough to where he can suit up and he's just a guy out there. We're talking about him getting back to the Gus Edwards that we know. Right. If you can get that guy out there, that's a huge win for the Ravens. Yeah, and but I don't see that going anytime soon. Right. Um, real quick before we talk about Gus, I do want to mention that I was rooting for Slade Bolden. I knew that he probably yeah. wasn't going to make the team. I know that he had an injury, uh, a, a history of injuries at Alabama, and then he also got hurt um, in the uh, preseason. As, I mean, excuse me, in training camp mm-hmm. as well. So I know he didn't make it, but there's some things about him that I really liked, and I was hoping that he would have an opportunity to, you know, um, get some more reps and potentially make a name for himself for this football team. So the fact that he's uh, wave injured tells you all you need to know. It's probably the end of him and his tenure here. Back to Gus Edwards, though. I am really um, – my concern 
Cordell is not knowing that Gus Edwards. Okay, we get that pup is four weeks. Right. You and I are both not confident that Gus Edwards will be available week. I mean, once week four comes and he's able to practice Mm -hmm. for the three weeks that, you know, he will be good by week seven to play. We are not 100 percent confident in that. Um, the Ravens obviously brought in Mike Davis um, in the offseason, and he's been pretty decent that mm-hmm. we've seen in preseason. J.K. Dobbins, we know, is coming off of injury as well. But J.K. Dobbins, you know, they're saying he's going to play week one, but and he's practiced. But I've also seen him have a little bit of limp going on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm concerned about this Ravens running back group. Obviously, it's different from last year because it's not like, oh, my God, we don't know what to do. We lost both. You're we lost all our guys. guys off the street. Right. And you're scrambling. But it just still feels like it's not necessarily a plan in place for if Dobbins is not is not ready, who is going to be the backup guy for Mike Davis yeah. if Dobbins is not ready to play week one? Well, at this point, you're looking at Tyler Beatty and Justice Hill being yeah. those two guys behind him. Um, and it's it's not great. <laughs> it's, it's not great. <laughs> we, okay. Let everybody know, because obviously you, you've been to training camp and you go to the practices. Mm-hmm. You've obviously seen some preseason games. What is your take on Tyler Beatty? And, you know, how do you view those and Justice Hill? Obviously, Justice Hill has been here quite a few years. But really, as Ravens fans, we really don't know uh, much about Justice Hill because it's not like we've seen him in action a Mm -hmm. ton. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um, but your give us your takes on Beatty and Hill. I, I like Tyler Beatty. The Ravens were able to get him in the sixth round. You know, I, I looked at that as another value pick. This is a guy that was all SEC last year in, in Missouri. He's a smaller guy, but he has a ton of burst. He runs physical. Uh, and what I love most about him is he adds a dynamic that this Ravens offense, I believe, needs which is a target out of the backfield. I mm-hmm. think he gives them something in the passing game that none of the other running backs give them. Um, and I know J.K. Dobbins, it was, that was kind of the big hope for him going into last year right. was that he was going to be able to uh, add that dynamic to this passing game that they desperately need out of the backfield. Tyler Beatty gives them that option right away. We Even once J.K. Dobbins gets back, like we were saying about Gus Edwards, we don't know what J.K. Dobbins we're going to get. We don't know how quickly or how long it's going to take for him to get back to the Dobbins that we were seeing in his rookie year and the Dobbins we were expecting to see going into his second year. Yes. Um. So I, I, I'm not necessarily going to sit here and act like I'm crazy confident about the running backs that they do have available to them. I thought Mike Davis did ran the ball well in yes. Arizona. Didn't have the numbers to back it up. I thought Tyler Beatty ran the ball well in Arizona. He, again, didn't have the numbers to back it up. He had the receiving touchdown out the backfield for three yards, but – I mean, I'm not going to knock him for getting it. I'm not, I'll never knock anybody for getting a touchdown, but it was kind of one of those. It's like, all right, I mean, he, if you don't catch that, I mean, you might, it's a seat for you up in the nosebleed section, uh, honestly. But I, I do like Tyler Beatty. 
Um, I haven't been crazy about Mike Davis, but I'll say Mike Davis is kind of starting to win me over a little bit these last couple yeah. weeks. Weeks. I don't think he'll be great. I don't think he's a pro bowler. I don't think he's a thousand yard rusher, but I do think he's a guy that you can at least, if you're looking for a bruiser in this backfield, which Gus Edwards normally provides, assuming Gus Edwards won't be able to be that guy this year, Mike a- Mike Davis is a solid plan B as far as your power back. Now, the real question for me is, you know, will J.K. Dobbins even play week one? Right. I, I don't expect Do- – I-, I still don't expect Dobbins to play week one, but I will say I have become a little more optimistic as we get closer. He is starting to stack days at practice. He okay. hasn't had any setbacks. Um, I don't know if he participated in team drills on Tuesday. He was out there for the open portion uh, that the media got to see, but I don't know if he was involved in team drills. If he was, that was the first time he's been involved, uh, a full t- uh, participant in practice all off season. So that'll be a huge step in the right direction for him. Do you think potentially Dobbins could be in a situation where he he doesn't start, but then he finds a way to be in – Play Part of that rotation. For week one. Yeah, like a rotational type of running back situation for week one. Possibly. Possibly. It's not the craziest thing yeah. I, I've, I've heard. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. If they, uh, it, it, but it's like, do you, if you're the Ravens, do you want to activate him and use a roster spot on him on game day for a guy that you're only expecting to get four to five carries? Yeah. You know, like, do, do you really want to use. You're a, a roster spot on that. And I, I don't know that the Ravens necessarily do. They That's need, a fair point. You know, they, they've got some depth issues at the wide receiver position. They've yep. got depth issues along the offensive line. They've got depth issues at the linebacker position. I, I don't I don't know if they're going to want to, you know, give a spot to uh, J.K. Dobbins week one unless they fully believe that he's going to be a normal contributor for that offense. That's very true. And, and obviously there's a couple of weeks left to figure out what the situation will be, but it is something that, you know, coaches I would have to assume are already thinking about as fans. You got to be a little bit concerned because we're getting closer and closer. We're under three weeks from mm-hmm. week one. And so, you know, yes, we heard everything you said, J.K. Dobbins. If you listen to this podcast, we understand you were very upset with the media about, you know, saying that you won't be available. We ain't trying to be that. We, please don't get on us about right. it. OK, we're just saying that, you know, if, if there's a situation where you are not named the starter. What is the backup plan? And I think that that's something, I think it's a fair question. I think it's something that you do have to consider um, because you're still starting the season without the two running backs that you didn't start with last year. And and, and honestly, Rita, I think when not just J.K. Dobbins, but when you look at a lot of these injured guys that were looking and wondering their status for not just week one, but for the, the season in general. Yeah. I'm of the mind, like, look, I don't want to force any of these guys out there earlier than you have to. You want these guys to be able to withstand what what comes uh, with playing a football game in the NFL. If you're J.K. Dobbins, you got to be able to take a hit from these big defensive linemen and be able to know that you can get back up. You got to be able to cut on that knee and and be able to know that your leg is just not going to give out on right. you, you know, in the middle of the play. So I, I think that it's, it's, it's going to take time, even once these guys get back, for them to get back to where they were. But it's good to see J.K. want to get out there. You see it. He's excited every time he gets on the field and um, practice. I know he wants to be out there. 
but sometimes you have to save these guys from themselves. Absolutely. You know, and Absolutely. these NFL players, these professional athletes, and I give them credit. I'd rather have to hold a guy back than try to get him up, you know, as opposed to certain guys in other sports. I'm a, I am I don't miss a moment to throw shade at Ben Simmons. We're talking football, <laughs> but I'm throwing shade at Ben Simmons. You know, that's a guy where you got to kind of big. Hurt. Whatever. What, my back hurt getting out of bed. I'm, I'm still out. Well, you like, don't play well, basketball. I don't, I don't play NBA basketball. <laughs> but still, I, I think it's a little bit of his back hurt and his feelings hurt yeah. a little bit okay. with that. But I, I would rather have a situation where you have a guy like just Gus, I mean, uh, J.K. Dobbins, who is fighting and clawing and banging on the desk to want to get out there as opposed to having somebody else to where it's like you got to beg these guys yep. to, to get up and try to get back and help their team. I appreciate the resiliency, and I appreciate you you wanting to be back on the field to contribute and help your teammates. Um, but I agree with you 110%. It has to be when you are ready to uh, be in 100% or very close to 100%. Mm-hmm. Don't get out there too prematurely and re-injure yourself potentially. We've already seen that with Ronnie Stanley. Yep. Please let's not do this again from a running back perspective.